Welcome to the Home Care Network podcast. In our podcast, we will be bringing various guests discussing relative business matters concerning the operations of your home care business. Our guests will include fellow business owners, home and healthcare specialists, service providers, and a wide array of business coaches and mentors. Be free to share the podcast within your network and scroll through our channel for more content that may be relative to you. Join us. We are networking today as we build the foundations for your tomorrow. Good evening, Home Care Business Advisors family. I am here again. I am so, so excited to be here and be here with my dear, dear friend, Abby Greenberg, all the way from Teaneck, New Jersey. Abby, welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you. Again, guys, I am so excited with um, Abby being here. Um, we've known each other a, a good amount of years now and um, have gained such a friendship and a respect professionally and personally. Um, come from a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge in the social work field. Been a social worker for over 25 years now, right, Ab? Yes, yes. Yes. And so coming with us today and joining us from Bright Path Consulting. And today our subject matter is special needs in home care. And many of us will think, well, special needs, it's got nothing to do with home care, but it really, it really does. And I felt it important for us to be on and who best do I want to have that be presented to us, but, um, but Abby Greenberg. So Abby, welcome again. Thank you so much for having me here. You are more than welcome, Ab. So I'm going to kick it off very, very quickly. The burning question, can you define what special needs actually is? So the answer is I will try um, <laughs> because because just like every group, every population, the scope of what it encompasses is quite large. Um, so I will tell you what it's not. It's not seniors, you know, it's not Alzheimer's and dementia. It's not necessarily aging related home care. It's not mental health. It is a enormous population of people who have been diagnosed or have um, or or have a disability of some sort which prevents them from fully experiencing their ability to do um, activities of daily living and need ongoing support. So that could be somebody who is on the autistic spectrum. That could be somebody who has cerebral palsy. That could be somebody who has a genetic disorder or Down syndrome uh, or any number of things. And, or it could be somebody with a physical disability, somebody that ambulates by wheelchair that also has um, a developmental or intellectual disability. So I don't wanna throw everybody into the same group, but I guess I would say it's a group of, it's a population of individuals because of their dis their lifelong disability, they need support with ADLs and daily living and all sorts of you know everyday activities, some more than others. Right, okay. So with that being said, and when we traditionally look at home care, being that evolved around the seniors and the geriatrics, 
is there an actual need for home care for the special needs population? Yvette, a hundred percent. You know, a, a parent of a child with special needs, and I'm not, you know, I'm just talking about a child with special needs that, you know, is living with a disability, setting aside the group of individuals where their child is severely disabled, right? A parent with a special needs child has, you know, incalculable care needs at times. Right, um, right. And so, what, whatever is not covered by school services in the years of school age time, right? Parents can, can need support. And typically after the child, the, the young adult child graduates, you know, whatever high school at whatever age in their town, they need services from then until the rest of their life. So um, there's absolutely a need for home care Now, what's interesting is that home care for this group of people is it it requires a few additional, a few, many additional skills and competencies because the individual that needs support may not necessarily need the one-to-one hands-on support, such as somebody who's elderly living in their own home or apartment, you know, may not be able to get up or down stairs or cook a meal or take medication. A special needs young adult needs a certain, you know, needs a variety of different care, including companion care, including take me out into the community, teach me how to use, you know, teach me how to use public transportation, help me get a job, teach me how to navigate my way around the bank and the grocery store and how to make change and You know, all of those things are lifelong needs for, you know, young adults with disabilities. And, and that is, you know, it, it doesn't fall into the exact box of what your group is probably trained to regard as home care. But if you're looking at it from the perspective of a market of families and individuals who need looking after and support and companionship of for their whole life, right. then yes, home care has a role as long as you're willing to expand your thinking to a group of more absolutely. competencies. Absolutely. And you know, you just have an absolute raw passion. Um, and, you know, and I'm sure you're not going to mind me, you know, sharing this with everybody. And, you know, Abby um, herself has a sibling um, who is special needs. And I have had the honor of case managing him. And um, in all of the aspects that Abby just spoke about with regards to, you know, the social aspect, you know, finding the job, um, keeping him active, um, allowing him to be as much in control of his day to day as, you know, humanly possible. So with that being said, and with all that passion that you have, Abby, my next question is, is that what challenges are you finding when you are trying to secure home care? Well, in, in my experience, my, my clients come to me and they need care. Um, they need looking after in a variety of different ways. And I would be happy to talk to anybody down the line about, you know, in more specifics. 
Um, I can certainly find caregivers or companions or mentors, call it whatever you like. Um, but what I, what I can't find is somebody who brings to the table a combination of their, you know, soft skills with the concrete right. skills of actually, you know, physical caregiving when necessary. So if right. you've got a, um, a CNA or a home health aide or somebody who's working in the field, right, who understands how to work with somebody with diabetes or, you know, give somebody medication or understands about bathing and toileting, but also has the, the loving sensibility to be a friendly companion and, you know, accept that, you know, there's a lot of independence that's, that's wished for and wanted then I think those two, those two, uh, those two competencies together make for the most wonderful, you know, set of caregiving that I could, I could imagine. And I'll use my brother as an example. And Yvette, you can, you can attest to this. You know, my brother is a person with an in, limited intellectually, meaning we're not gonna, we're not gonna have deep, in-depth talks about, you know, public policy. Um, right. but you know, he needs, he's got the ability to be out in the community and he's got the ability to enjoy independent life, but he, he really should not be out there on his own. Right. And I am his sister. I have to support my own family. I can't be a full-time caregiver to my brother. And I really rely on the caregiving staff that support me in giving him a life. Um, so, you know, I just think the role for home care in special needs is enormous and what's different from, you know, picking up a case of a senior that you might have for a certain amount of years, right? If you pick up a case of a special needs family and you look after them well, you're going to look after that it's person for death, decades. Yeah. Even if you, Absolutely. you know, if you don't make a ton of money when the, when the youngster is 21, 22 you make an impression you might have a client for the next 40 years could you imagine Absolutely. having a client that you could be with and make a career out of because the need yeah. will not only the need will not likely get less the need will get more the parents will age the siblings will age the person will age right and that is something i think is really that home care agencies sort of miss that you know, right, right. people with disabilities is maybe an unsexy population, and I don't know, and I don't want to do it. But you know, it is, it is a and, and, and it does, and it does take, and it does take, you know, education, and and again, encouraging home care agency. I was speaking to one home care agency in New Jersey recently. As a matter of fact, I had referred him to you, Abby, um, and you know, look at look at this, you know, because there is an absolute need for it, um, and it Absolutely. is just, you know a refocus and a readjustment, a recalibration of the mindset um, that can potentially take you from geriatric care to special needs, all of it to be the same. But again, having all of those intimate um, traits is going to have that, you know, for, for, for decades to come. And I want to add that, you know, when you're in the home care business for seniors, if I were to say to anyone I know, or someone were to come to me and say, I have a parent who needs home care. There are so many home care agencies that could be referred to them every, you know, with no, with full respect, there's home care agencies in every town. People know someone, 
you know, it's, there's, there are many, many, many home care agencies. You really do. If you're the customer, you have your choice, right? Um, you can really shop around. If you're the parent of a special needs adult or young adult, you're not getting bombarded with tons of agencies who, right. who do this and who want to serve you. You're excited about somebody who says, I believe in your group. I believe in your population. You know, there's so much opportunity right. and so much unmet need out there in any state that you could be in, you know, where people just, again, they say, well, disabilities, I can't look after that person. Well, of course you can. And, you know, the states pay oftentimes, you know, the states pay for these services. Right. And we're going to get into the payments um, real quick. Um, but first, I have Tanya Johnson, who has just posted up and, you know, she thanked us for the topic. She says she's currently working on her business for mental illness and special needs. So, you know, this is right on point. And again, Tanya, you know, this is, you know, validation that, um, you know, it, it is there, but the mindset does have to be different. Um, the core of what we do in terms of caring and the ADLs um, most definitely has to be there, but there is a different layer. Um, so make sure that, you know, you're working yeah, on that education um, for your caregivers and for your personnel. So if I was an agency app and um, someone came to me, made a call, a referral and said, you know, this is what I have, you know, my older son, um, a special needs, you know, do you provide services? Um, how do I direct them to number one, obtaining services from state and, or if I did not do that to actually, you know, make a referral out, what, what would I do in those situations? So if somebody came to you as a agency owner and said, you know, let's use an example. Um, you know, I have a 28 year old son. He's on the autistic spectrum. You know, we we're a little older and, you know, I need somebody to be a companion for him four afternoons a week or, you know, four afternoons and two weekend shifts. Um, you know, if you're a home care agency and you're not hooked into disability services or Medicaid and, you know, and don't be afraid of the word Medicaid for a variety of reasons, but if you're not hooked into the state right. service culture, then you'll probably end up charging this person privately, whatever your hourly or shift rate is. Um, and, you know, mo mainly if, if there's a customer and they have a need and you can fill it and they're willing to pay, then by all means, you're going to fill that you know, fill that need as a business owner. What I like to suggest is that whoever might be interested out there is to really do a, a dive into what, what state they're in, what are the services, the paid for services that are offered for people of this community and become approved vendors with your state because right. the state, the states pay well for this service, you know? Right. So, um, I, and you want a customer that's bill is being paid by the government because that customer will stay with you forever, you know? Right. Absolutely. And, and it's absolutely, and I can also attest to that. Abby and I have been on multiple joint case management cases. We've busted people out of nursing homes, right? We have. Um, and, um, you know, some of the reimbursements are just, you know, through the, through the roof, um, so most definitely worth. Uh, we should talk about that one. Okay, oh, go, go ahead. That that sure. client, right? That client came from a group home. She had a medical emergency, which required her to be in hospital, 
And it was Yvette and me who worked, Yvette and me, you know, we, this was one of the times that we really actually witnessed firsthand some of the shortfalls in, in the disability community when it comes to a medical emergency. But this person did go to hospital and Yvette and I worked very closely hand in hand to rehab this person so she could return to her group home, which she did, right? And Yvette can attest to this, the state was paying out about $400,000 a year for her care, right? Yes, yes, they were. Yes, so they imagine, were. you know, now that care costs a lot of money to the, to the, to the vendor for sure. But imagine having a case where you're netting, let's say you're netting $25,000 a year in profit. You know, that's an amazing, amazing mark, you know, so it, it makes it makes absolute sense and yeah. and i know that there is multiple levels and you know and again in our time Abby, you know you've always you know tried to share with me you know the different spectrums in in terms of reimbursement but what can an agency really expect when it comes to um you know reimbursements we can go from like a client that we had um that was hundreds of thousands a year um for those that are more you know simple more um easier, lower acuity level cases. So what kind of a spectrum are we looking at when it, in terms of reimbursement? What would an agency expect to, to be receiving? I can only speak for New Jersey, but if I'm billing a basic home care service, which in New Jersey we call community-based supports, on a regular level, the reimbursement is about, let's say about $31 an hour to the agency. That's a, that's a rough estimate. And if it's a person who has, you know, acute conditions, the billable rate is in the, about $52 and $52 an hour. So, you know, you take, you can, you can, you can bill up between those ranges and you can pay nice salary and still make some money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, just goes to show guys, home care owners, um, you know, don't necessarily, you know, take it out of, take it out of the, the spectrum. Um, but only get involved if you do have the DNA and the ability to provide all of those soft touches that is going to be needed. Yes, because what we, needs. what we don't need is really a squarely in the zone of home care, you know, cook your meal, you know, make your bed, you know, and I'm, I, I mean that in the most respectful way, because that person is not a fit, you know, but if the person has the soft skills and the compassion and the, the drive to, to develop this relationship and their skills, and there's training that comes with it, of course, you know, that's, that's not a gig. That's a career. Right. Right. Abby, you could be offering your work. You could be offering your workforce careers. Really, you could be offering careers and not going from gig to gig. You are so passionate. I love you for that. As we're going to close out right now, twenty-five years within social work and field, eleven years as a case manager of special needs. Speak to our audience right now and leave us with that final thought. Um, in what you feel that you want to deliver? What message do you want to deliver to our audience this evening as we're closing out? I, I, could, I can only say what I've said before is that this is a huge community, a great opportunity for long lasting relationship, billables, you know, offering careers to your staff. Um, 
honestly, from my perspective, not only personally, but professionally, I couldn't, I'm so blessed with the clientele I have, you know, young and old, um, consider that this is a group of people that you can serve for the rest of their life and, you know, and not gig to gig, but you know, you could develop a situation where you're offering career paths to dozens and dozens of employees to the point where you're getting billable rates where you could, they could go to school, you know, you could offer them health insurance. You could do any number of things. If you do the move and you, you spend the time and make the investment. I, I don't know anybody for whom it is not paying back, you know, innumerable ways, especially with, you know, with resources and money, but call me, talk to me, talk to me about your state. We can look into things, but here in New Jersey, you know, those that are realizing that this is an audience and this is a community that needs service are reaping the rewards. Absolutely. All I can tell you. Abby, my friend, my sister, I love That's you. True. I love we are. You. We are right. We're joined at the hips. We're joined um, at the kidney. <laughs> and we're joined at the kidney. That's a whole nother story, guys. Mm-hmm. Abby actually donated her kidney to her special needs brother. And um, I was the case manager for that also in getting them from pre-op through kidney a year past. And now it's two years, right? And um, I just think that that is, I know we have to wrap, but that's a really important point. Because when you're a caregiver of a special needs person and you fall off the map, you need to know somebody is there to pick up the pieces for you. And that's who Yvette was for me. And if you want that job, there is so much money out there for that job because people are willing to pay for it. Thank you so very much, Abby. Bless you. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye.